You have arrived. You have now entered the Kush Life. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast, where we explore the Oklahoma medical marijuana community. From growers to dispensary owners, it's the Kush Life for us. Uh, welcome to the Kush Life podcast. Hi, my name is Marshall Hill. We're journeying together through Oklahoma medical marijuana, recording out of the back of the Kush dispensary. Katie, is everybody getting ready for our last snowstorm tomorrow? Yes, everyone's talking about snow tomorrow. Yeah. But no one thinks it's going to stick, nope. which means it probably will. But nope. who knows? It's Where, not, really? Yeah, it's not. I mean, Saturday, it, it'll stick a little, but because it won't be like that. Free, I don't think it'll be that freezing one type of snow, but it's just, it might stick, but I don't think it's going to last. I mean, Saturday's going to be warm. Sunday's going to be, we'll be on hikes and stuff. I mean, Sunday's supposed to be a real nice day. All yeah. next week's in the 70s. Like, Yeah, I heard Sunday's the day to get out and about. Yeah, I'm excited for Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for, uh, I was looking, hopefully, you know, there was around this time last year we were doing yoga out of, out of Turkey Mountain. Yeah. And it's, so that should be kicking back up again, hopefully. Are you guys going to get rolling with uh, doing yeah. yoga out at the... Uh, Kush Park? I don't have any yoga events planned yet, but everyone's ready for events. They're ready to get outside. We're planning Easter. We're planning Easter egg hunts. We're planning events. 420, of course. Are we doing the meditation on 420 out here? The canna meditation? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, um, yeah, all the things. Everyone's ready to get outside because it's time. It is time. It's time. I, I... I'm ready for 70. Like, was it a couple weeks ago we got to take the, I took the top off? The, did you take the top off the Jeep yet? Um, I've taken the little front tops off yeah. a couple times, but yeah, not the whole top. I'm ready for it to go off and stay off. Yeah, <laughs> me too. The dogs are too. Mm-hmm. Dogs I like being topless it. for the summer. It's yeah. nice. I agree. I agree. All right. Looking forward to today because I have had some of your hash rosin. Yes. I've enjoyed it. So please introduce yourself. So, my name's Maddie. I'm with Bear Essentials. Um, Bear Essentials is going to be a solventless hash rosin company. Um, we have a bunch of different tiers of hash rosin. So, we have our essential tier, which is about 73 to 90U. Um, then we have our full spec, which is in our standard menu. And then we also have a value menu. So, we have um, some to meet people on every different budget, which is really nice. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. All right, yeah. but but we want to get to know you. Yes. <laughs> right, I um, have a couple of questions. Yeah, shoot away. How old were you when you first smoked weed, and what did you smoke out of? So um, the first thing I ever smoked out of was going to be a pipe when I was actually supposed to be at lunch in high school. So a I was metal like metal pipe, six, glass pipe. Um, so it was a glass pipe. Okay. I was privileged. I got <laughs> a glass pipe. <laughs> yeah. um, but my first dab was absolutely awful. Um, I dabbed shortly after smoking flour for the first time. I was actually in Ohio when I took my first dab. Um, I was touring a college with a couple friends. We met some guys there. They were like, oh, you guys guys smoke weed? And we're like, yeah, we smoke weed. You guys smoke weed? Like, yeah. We're like, okay, let's, let's smoke weed together. And then they just, they were like, you guys smoke wax. And I never heard of wax in my entire life. And they pulled it out and I was immediately just scared (laughs) because I was like, what are we going to be smoking? My friend was like, no, I've heard of this before. This, this, I I know this is weed. And I'm like, okay, so we're going to, we're going to smoke this. And then he pulls out this disgusting 
disgusting beaker bong with a very, very dark black titanium nail on it. There is no cap. And he has a blue <laughs> torch. And he just starts heating it up. And I'm like, I, I, you use a torch? Mm. I'm only used to a lighter and I burn myself on a lighter. Like, what do you mean we're going to put this thing you call wax on this thing you call a nail? Um, so that was terrifying. I, we went in red hot. It was absolutely awful. Uh, and then I died coughing <laughs> and was higher than I have ever been in my whole life. It was, it was, it was great. So <laughs> you're like, is this what college is like? That's exactly. I, was, I, I knew immediately this was, this was college. And then I, I knew I was supposed to go to that college as well because they were the fun group. That's where you went? No, that's where I did apply, though. I did apply. I actually ended up going. Um, I stayed here in Oklahoma and ended up going to the University of Tulsa for a little bit uh, for environmental geoscience. Nice. What is that? Um, so it's, it's really just a big fancy word for the study of rocks. Um, Geology. Geology, yeah. yeah. Well, that could have fooled me, or it did fool me. It did right? Fool me, no, yeah. it sounds it sounds I sound super smart. Whenever I'm like, oh, I went I went to college for this, um, but rocks? it's and it's played with this, rocks. Yeah, it's uh, I, most uh, <laughs> most people on campus joked around uh, that we were the people that licked rocks because. Mm-hmm. One of the old forms of identifying rocks in geology was licking them. And if they were salty, they were like this type of rock. And if they weren't, you were able to dismiss it. But it was a way of identifying rocks. Learn something um, new today. Yeah. So <laughs> we were nicknamed like, rock lickers. Will you lick so. this? <laughs> will you lick this? Right? Will you, will you lick, lick my rock, please? <laughs> That's what we're going to go around saying now. <laughs> It works. I do not recommend licking every rock. Yeah. They don't taste. A lot of them don't taste salty. You're like you've so. licked a lot of rocks. I you, you, you know her nickname. She's a rock licker. Yeah, like just <laughs> you didn't know that before I came on. Maddie the rock licker. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you went to U of Tulsa. Mm-hmm. So from here then. Yeah, so born and raised in Tulsa. Um, I graduated from Sand Springs, actually. Um, I went to the Charles Page there. Um, so I've been Oklahoma raised for ever. Chandler Park, there's plenty of rock- yeah. rocks to lick up there. Uh, favorite place to lick rocks. <laughs> I fear place. those would not be the good rocks to lick. <laughs> there's actually, a lot of limestone up there. Yeah, the way the stratosphere okay. of the rock mm. is, it, it, it actually is good for licking. Okay, cool. You guys know <laughs> very, better very than me. Very, very tasty. <laughs> Uh, we climbed some boulders back in the day mm-hmm. over there. That's what. That's why I was a Chandler Park for me was growing up playing baseball, going yeah. up Chandler Park playing baseball, and then in high school we would do some rappelling and free climbing on those boulders. Mm-hmm. So they have invested a ton of money into Chandler Park just within the last couple years, um, in that whole lower level that wasn't really accessible um, for the longest time. It had the tennis courts and some like pavilions where you could picnic. Um, mm-hmm. It, they ended up closing it off because it just was overgrown and you weren't able to um, really enjoy the things down there. Now they've completely t- tore out all of the overgrown areas, paved it, so now you're able to free climb more over there on the boulders um, and just explore more of Chandler Park and see all of downtown, which is super awesome. Yeah, I haven't been there since they've redone it. Yeah, We used to go there a lot whenever I, I went to Webster for one semester, mm-hmm. so we'd always go there and smoke. Yep. 
I have smoked quite a bit at Chandler Park. Yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> still go there to smoke anytime I want to just get away. Chandler Park is always my go-to. Where's uh, where's your go-tos now to get away? What if you want to go? For me, it's Turkey, and that's that's a place that has definitely started to ramp up even more. They just cleared but, more trails. So. Yes, Where'd they have like, a famous like person they're bringing in actually from Arkansas to make the trail ter- terrain um, to mimic Arkansas. So it's really cool what they're doing at Turkey Mountain. Um, my dog. Dogs absolutely love Turkey Mountain. Um, and then uh, my boyfriend has some uh, land out in Broken Arrow, and we go ride dirt bikes and four-wheelers out there, and that is just our home away from home out there. All right, so you're smoking before you do the dirt biking? Well, yeah. Of course. Of course. <laughs> What's your favorite uh, strain to smoke while you're out there riding? Um, so I'm definitely more of an indica person myself. You had mentioned GMO earlier, and GMO is my absolute favorite. I also am a purple punch person, um, just all the way. Um, most of my indicas uh, is what I stay on. I don't really mess with too many sativas. Um, I'm a high-strung person enough. I don't need anything to keep me awake. I need something to slow me down. Um, so I definitely stick with my indicas. But there's some of us that are the high-strung that we love the sativa because we're because we're high-strung. That's, that's not me. That gets my heart way too racing. Yeah, it's interesting, right? There's different, different Sometimes it gives me anxiety. So my boyfriend's favorite is lilac diesel, and that is just, I cannot smoke lilac diesel. I'll be in my head all morning, um, but that's what gets him up and going to work in the day, so just polar opposites sometimes. It's just chemistry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so what... What all did you bring us? Oh, I got all different kinds of goodies. I got some essentials. I got some of the value brand. Um, and what what should we know as patients? What's the difference between the, the different lines? So uh, we'll actually say it on the jar. So um, if it's going to be um, on our standard menu, it'll just say one gram live rosin batter. If it's going to be on the essentials, on the other hand, it will say essentials on it. So is it a uh, material that you're using that? 100%. Okay. Um, so in the standard menu, it's just going to be, the reason it's on the standard menu for that price point displayed on the dispo is because it's going to be full spectrum versus the essentials, like I had mentioned, was 73U to 90U. Mm. Um, so it's just going to be about how much plant materials in there and the purity, and that all equals into THC. Mm-hmm. Um, my personal favorite is probably going to be our full spectrum, unless it comes to our solventless diamonds. Those will always be on our essential menu, um, and those are just absolutely amazing. Um, Bear will also make them into little gummy bears shapes and so they do look like little gummy bears do not eat them do not eat them (laughs) (laughs) i've had to say that a lot inside Mm -hmm. it looks like a bear um on the solventless diamonds yes okay i i think i've have are you guys the only ones someone else that's doing so yes so tribe does the hashimals and so they have bears and like sea creatures and lions and tigers and like yeah no they're like it's all it's wild yeah Mm -hmm. Um, i I just i I remember i'd seen something on instagram where people kept posting the photos of the certain and you said bear so that's Mm -hmm. what made me think of it so if you see one that looks like a gummy bear that one is bear essentials. That's the best way to describe it because it really does. It's this nice, pretty 3D bear, and it's hard as a rock because it is a uh, literal THCA diamond. <laughs> nice. um, and I am just blown away too on how they make the solventless diamonds. I still really don't understand it. I wish I could 
I can tell you how all of our other uh, rosin is made. Um, so then what's the difference between a diamond and rosin? So the rosin is going to be from the trichome heads. So you wash the rosin, you get the trichome heads, and then you squish it. And then dependent on if you just squish it once and you don't do anything else to it, that's just fresh press. Um, say you whip it, so you like stir it up quite a bit, and then you let it cure. It's called a cold cure process. You can also, t- once you buy fresh press as a patient, you can whip it up yourself and make your own cold cure. Um but that's going to be the main difference. Why differences. would I want to? Um, so whenever you whip it up to do the cold cure process, you allow it to develop more of its terpenes. You Because when it's curing, just like when flour cures, um, it develops more of its terpenes. Well, whenever you whip it, um, it cures. breaking up more of the heads. And yeah. Mixing the oils around more. So. It's yeah, just homogenize it. It's give, yeah, it's it giving the, it more of its flavor. The fridge or the freezer. What would you say, fridge or freezer? After you um, so you can do fridge. Uh, I I would recommend fridge. I'd recommend okay. fridge if you're not going to. So say you have you bought a couple grams of hash and you're like, man, I want to save these two three grams. Then you can put um, like I want to save it for a couple months. I want to save it for a year. You can put it into a Tupperware container and then put that into the freezer. Or if you have a um, a vacuum seal bag um, you can vacuum seal it and then put it into your freezer and save it for however long and it's not going to degrade the terpenes mm-hmm. at all um, whereas if you leave it in the fridge without a container besides the container that it's in um, that you purchased it in it'll degrade yeah uh-huh. my air still gets in there so yeah if you do put it in the fridge though when you take it out of the fridge you need to let it get to room almost to room temperature before you open it because if not you'll allow condensation to get in the lid and then when you take your dab it'll start sparking because you allowed moisture to get in there right. um so that's one thing i always recommend to people educational marshall your mind yeah. looks blown right now no i there was times that I've sparked some. Yeah, and I've always, I've always wondered what that was. Yeah, the water um, burning off. There's yeah, some moisture yeah, up in know. there. <laughs> okay, should probably lick it next time. There you go. Exactly. That'll put more moisture in it. <laughs> don't do that. Well, moisture, little sparks <laughs> don't hurt. Either that or a rock. So you know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, that's that is that's a lot of great info. Yeah. But do, do we know yet what a diamond is? So the diamond. Well, they take in some process from taking the heads and put it under that heat and pressure, just how any diamond is made, heat and pressure. Um, so the terps, um, so like in sugar, you'll see the crystals of the diamonds, but you also see that kind of jelly and the, I mean, not brown, but that like color. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if they let it sit whenever they're making it it will separate and so the diamonds will be at the bottom and the terps um come to the top and you'll see that terp mm-hmm. sauce and they pull the terp sauce off and they leave just the diamonds yep. there by THCA. themselves so in some process so and I it's, it's clear really similar to the bho process but you just you're not using a solvent you're not using butane you're not using propane and that's where i just get all types of lost and he has not given me the secrets of the uh, solventless diamonds to share yet well, so why would i want to use the i mean what's the purpose of me using a diamond versus rosin well People, it's going to be just a higher thc content yeah, like thca is normally like 90 plus percent yeah but and you've taken the you've taken the 
trichomes off, you said, or the terpenes terp off? Sauce took is the terp soft. Yeah, that's what it sauce. was. But you would like this because most diamonds, like she's saying, are made with BHO or CO2 or some, and these are solventless diamonds. And that's why she's saying I. it's mind-blowing to me yeah. how they're doing this. Yeah. So that's basically it. the diamond is, is we, are we going to say the diamond is the most purest, highest concentrate that you can get? 100%. THCA is 100%. the most pure form of THC that you can get in yeah. the concentrate. And if I've taken, if I've taken the sauce off, mm. it, we're not, it's not a terpene, anything. It's, it's straight THC, straight mm -hmm. THC. He does a. add back in the terpenes, um, but you can buy just the THCA diamond. And that diamond itself that we're talking about, yeah, it doesn't have any terpenes in it. It is just a, a THCA diamond crystal in its most, because it's, it's a crystal. Um, it's just THC in its most pure form. Okay. Yeah, it's super cool. It's the stuff I have in the gold containers up yeah. there. Real powdery and dry because all that yeah. terp oil has been... Removed. Okay. Um, and it, like with the same respect in that too. So it is a very intense THCA high. It is not going to give you like if you're looking for that crazy intense couch lock or that crazy like um, those giggles and stuff like that. You're probably not going to receive it from that diamond because there's no terpenes in it. Like if you want that that true effect that you get from like your flower per se, where it's that. Uh, man, I was so hungry, or I just, I cleaned my whole house. Like, you're probably not going to get that off of a diamond dab. You are going to get a, like, a high in that effect, um, but it's not going to give you necessarily those other things that I personally look for in a high. I've done it a few times, right. and there's been a couple times I felt like I was tripping on acid if yeah. I had ever tripped on acid, you know. I, would, I feel <laughs> like it would be the same ever. feeling. I feel like it'd be the same feeling, but I had to have, I couldn't move. I was like paralyzed in bed. I describe it as a very, like a very intense blank high. So I don't like, sometimes whenever I take like a really fat bull, I just like, I sit there and I'm like, man, I just got like punched in the face. I feel all these tinglys through my whole body. Sometimes whenever I take just a THCA diamond and it may just be me, uh, but I don't get those exact same feelings throughout my whole body. I just think it's very, just like a, like a blank high, like I just said. Like, yeah. man, I just took a dab. Okay, that was intense. Like, I do feel a head high. I do feel a change in my, like, mood, uh, my overall feeling of my body. But it's not as, like, I could go take a bunch of back-to-back -back THCA diamonds. Um, whereas if I mix some terps in there, I would not be taking back-to-back -back ones. I'd be taking, like, one. <laughs> well, I, we did so, the BHO THCA as well, not the, mm. not the, uh, softness. Yeah. So people yeah. like it as a bowl topper or to sprinkle on their mm -hmm. joints or, um, like an added thing. Usually people aren't just smoking it straight because yep. of it not giving that full spectrum high. 100%. It's great if you add it on, like my favorite, yeah, adding onto a bowl, mixing it into a joint, um, things like that will just skyrocket your experience because you'll get all of your full spectrum and all your other cannabinoids from what e the plant you're smoking, the other cannabinoids, the terpenes on that other item, um, but you're going to get that nice intense THCA from the diamonds. That's the one I sent to uh, Snoop Dogg. It was a THCA one. And me and my buddy were smoking one on the way here from the processing facility. Stopped in the car, of course, to smoke it. And 
he had to throw it out the window. I'm glad you clarified that, which <laughs> makes yeah. me lead to believe. Yeah, that it was legally smoked. Yeah, he had to throw it out the window. So I said no. I was like, no, I'm done. And then he was he's like a big, big smoker as well and couldn't finish it. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes it'll hit you, especially yeah. if you mix it with the right things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what should you mix it with? I, I like your flower bowls that's but I'm just I love granted I am all about my okay so one thing you can do too is you can mix some rosin with some of your diamonds right. um and just like take it to the next level if you're trying to be daring yeah, on your what? dabs what? I think a dab of both of them combined. yeah that's what she said yes. yeah that's what she said. <laughs> hey, uh. yeah right yeah that's like you really be trying to be crazy that's like the people that come in and talk about like I guess there's cart batteries now that hold Have like two of them or and three. I've heard of like four, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Yes. Yeah. So, I have only heard of two, and I didn't really think like other rosins and concentrates. But yeah, I mean, I guess you can just mix all the things. Mm-hmm. Gosh, like, sounds like not much fun. I don't recommend going anywhere after you do that, though. <laughs> well, and me, especially as a salesperson or, and just as a patient, like, I like to know what each product and each strain makes me feel. So when I start mixing, mixing things together, I'm just like, well, what did what? And what, you know, that kind of stuff. They call it the River Phoenix. Yeah. I'm yeah. super bad. I am salad mixture all the way. I'm like, let's take a little bit of this. <laughs> this looks good. Ooh, what was this? Yeah, like, <laughs> no, I'm definitely that way. Like, I try and just do the same. Well, with so carts, I don't know. I don't yeah. know about the carts. But, like, flour, yes. Mm-hmm. Rosin, yes. I like to make my own little concoctions. See, that's... Yeah, I like... I With flour, I... Anything extra that I grind up that I don't smoke right then goes into a jar. And then whenever I don't feel like grinding any up i just dig from my jar of just mystery, mystery jar mystery. oh i have mystery jars too no doubt and then whenever you have so i leave like a dab in each of my jars and then like a week two weeks i'll go and then do that like suicide scrape them all um, yeah. and that's best dab you'll have <laughs> best dab well okay we're invited over next time oh uh, yeah no i got all you right, i got you right. we'll bring some jars too all right, so what are we going to take today? Anything, anything. Oh, I mean, it's your, it's your show. You tell so us. So honestly, um, that pixie stick from Jubal is really, it goes way too hard. Yeah, we sell a lot of pixie yeah. sticks here. The people love it. All yeah, right. this pixie stick. Let me smell it. So is this on which line? That one, so it's actually available on two tiers. So we have an essential of the pixie stick, like I said, which is that 73 to 90 U. But then we also have the uh, full spectrum of it as well. I think that one just washed really well as while we... So that's another thing, too. If some strains wash really well, and quote, wash really well, just means that literally when the person is washing it with ice and the bud and the tub um and have the different micron bags some of them will yield more microns than other strains um so he may bear may get a four or five percent yield off one and then only get like a one or two percent yield off another one so if he gets a lot um sometimes he's able to do it in essential and in the full spectrum it's wild is the guy doing the, the bath named bear yes 
Does that have to do with the name? So he looks like a bear himself. And so <laughs> a little bit. He, he's always been nicknamed Bear. Um, nicknamed Big Bear is is the name. Um, he is a big bear. Uh, and he is the sweetest person well, in the whole guy world. Who works there. Uh, he's, yeah, he's the owner. Oh, he's the owner. Yeah, he's there the owner. Know. He's the washer and the yes. owner. I'm sorry. Sorry, I was yeah. To get sorry, yeah. <laughs> owner, washer, pack. Man is a one man show. He kills it. Um, he's a receptionist. He Literally, he's everything. over here. He's Janitor. making deliveries. <laughs> I understand that. Sounds like an entrepreneur. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and Bear's story is really cool too. So um, he originally wasn't going to uh, be a like a hash maker. Um, he didn't start making hash until so when Oklahoma became legal. He has always been a fan of rosin. Always been a, a like a solventless snob. Um, and there was no good quality hash in the market at an affordable price so if you did buy hash in the beginning if you could find it in the beginning um it's probably 90 dollars a gram which if you're trying to smoke it on a regular basis to meet your medical needs that's a little it's a little hard on your budget it's a lot hard yeah it's (laughs) It's nearly impossible. Yeah. Um, and so that's what he was running into is he was going to have to start his home grow and start making rosin for himself in order to meet his medical needs because his budget wasn't able to fulfill his medical needs. Um, and then he was like, if I'm struggling with this, like I know other people are struggling. Um, and he saw the price of a license and he was like, you know what? I oh, have enough. I have enough put back for the price of a license. And I think I can do literally everything so I don't need to pay anybody like I don't even need to pay myself like let's just go for it he already um, had the machine and everything I'm yeah assuming. he already yeah. had everything um, and then he ended up buying um, whenever he needed to upgrade his machine he's bought from um, other hash makers that have or grown out of their um, right. like uh, uh, equipment and he's just growing off their tails yeah. and keeps growing That's smart um, <laughs> he's just he invests everything back into his business um, I hit him up and was like nah man you gotta help me you gotta let me do your sales like you got to um and so that's what we got him out here um nice and i absolutely he's a super awesome dude and just wanted he's like a patient 100 percent himself and just wanted to get good medicine out there to patients and that's also why we have the value menu um any material that he gets at a more, more affordable price or any light up greenhouse material that he's able to get at a more affordable price, he relays back to the patients at a more affordable price. And it's all, no matter which line, it's all hash rosin? It is all hash rosin. It is all going to be solventless made. Yes. And then it just depends on what he brings in. Yeah. So it all depends on... Um, Fresh a lot. frozen. Yeah. You remember what that is, Marshall? Uh, yes. Va- <laughs> vaguely, All right, then say it. Vaguely. What's vaguely. fresh frozen? Marshall? Fresh frozen is the the nuggets and the the stuff that didn't go on the other part that could sell off of the the you know the. the you the don't. Yeah. You you don't know. No? And then they, <laughs> they crush frozen. it down and then they freeze it. <laughs> fresh frozen like the. Don't crush it down. Don't crush it down. Uh, don't crush <laughs> it down. No, no, the frozen vegetables of weed so they've taken the whole plant and flash frozen it, but it mm-hmm. to preserve it, it stays in the freezer till you but it's it. the ones that aren't as pretty well, that I, you could it, sell out of it just depends on what the grow is doing or what they're just wanting depends that they grow yeah they could grow it for sole purpose to cut it down and flash freeze it uh, it okay. does i mean that's what even Barry's if it's be pretty doing. Well, what's the part that comes off the the little small nugs and the stuff that people don't like is the big. You're talking one. about like the trim, 
bee buds Maybe. and small buds and yeah, trim. I thought some of the, I, I've heard some people say Barfy they use that, but I, they I, I thought it was for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we don't. Some okay. do. Okay. Yeah, some okay. do. We don't. <laughs> Everybody does it a little different. And then, yeah, so most of that is pro- isn't going to be frozen. It's going to be dried and cured. The, uh, the, the frozen vegetables analogy was good. Once you said that, it made me, made me remember. Yeah. Yeah. That, is good. that was a good analogy. She had a whole thing on it, one episode about it. Oh. Well, I Marshall just, wasn't listening. Apparently not. I just always relate cannabis to food because people know that's a super good way food. to normalize it too. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps them connect. Yeah. So, so go back through it. There was uh, canned. There was fresh. Okay. And so, frozen. like, flour is going to be produce. Like, fresh. It's dried, cured. But I mean, that's the purest form you're going to receive, and then. Something that is f- from c- frozen material, which is going to be like a rosin. It's going to be a full spectrum product, but it's going to be flash frozen. So they're going to try to preserve all of the cannabinoids as much as they can before they're processing it. So they're going to freeze it. As soon and as it's harvested, be, they put it in a freezer. It's going to be more full spectrum than something that's dried and cured. Because it takes longer to cure it, preserve it, so you're just losing terpenes. And where did the canned come from? Canned is going to be like distillate, so it's like the hot dog <laughs> water. <laughs> I mean, it's still THC. Spam. It's still coming from cannabis, label. but yeah. always save. That is the, the best description. Always save little <laughs> best description I've yeah. ever heard. I will be referring to distillate as <laughs> hot, dog <water>. hot dog water. <laughs> hot dog water. water. Yeah. Canned vegetable water. I don't. And when you get mm. always save green beans, nice to have the the stems on them and the we random stuff. And I, I just saying I have Yummy. before. I mean, it has been happened before. You know, it's, you just Katie and I first met. She it. tried to convince me that those are the same green beans as Del Monte. Well, oh, no. no. Way. No way. Now, <laughs> no way. now that you're in business and understanding white labeling and how people, now you understand that some they those people that are making the whole what which one are we talking about? Which one did Always we call save. out? Hot Always water. save. They're making other things too that you don't realize they're making. That is that true. is uh, that's and it might not be the, the water time. bottle companies are like that. That's mm-hmm. what I didn't yeah. realize. There's like only a handful of water bottle companies, and they just white label with a bunch of other people. Yeah, right. and or just rebrand it. Blows my so, mind. Those are the B buds and C buds and the the trim. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So. All right. So, what'd you say we're gonna hit? Pixie stick. Pixie sticks. All Which right. I had pixie yeah, sticks. We just had Jubal on here. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. All right, we'll be back. It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life. Kush Life. Kush Life. Hey guys, let me tell you about our new happy hour. We are dropping a concentrate happy hour every evening, 7 to 10. Oh my gosh. Concentrates are going to be 20% off. All carts, all concentrates, all syringes come in 20% off, 7 to 10. All right, so we moved outside to enjoy some nice uh, nice dabs. What did we already take? 
We took a dab of the Pixie Sticks, which was really, really good, from Jubal. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we've had Jubal on, right? Isn't that what you said? Yes. Yeah, we have Jubal times. Flower in the shop. Uh, we sell a lot of the Pixie Sticks. Patients love the Pixie Sticks. It's really nice smoke in flower and in rosin. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, come get some rosin. Throw it on top of the Pixie Sticks flower. Got to make you a joint. You got to put the rosin donut in the joint. Yeah, have, you, have you heard of the tech? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. Say so. that again? So you take your flour, you're making your joint, then you get you a gram of rosin, you take about 0.3 to 0.5 out, depending how big of a joint you have. Then you're going to kind of play with it in your hands, kind of roll it, make it into a snake, and then you're going to lay it in the middle of your joint, cover it in weed, roll it up, and then whenever you're smoking your joint, it will have a, it'll look like a donut. Because it'll have your rosin that's burning right through the middle, and it will be the best thing you will ever smoke in your entire life. You know, you have to eat afterwards. No, yeah, you'll never. You're gonna do eat it everything yeah, afterwards. <laughs> so you have qu- quite a few different strains here, Katie. Which mm-hmm. help me name them. Let's see who can. You go, then I'll go, then you go, then I go. Oh Strain. my gosh! Your first go. A hot mess. White sand. Ghost OG. Pixie Six. Ghost. Double butter. Mm. Oh, Double butter, very good. Jello. You can't put your hand in front of it. <laughs> you just got to get better. <laughs> Ar- arouse night. Arouse one nine. Is that arouse? <laughs> it's it's like arouser. Arouse nineteen. So many are in your line. Uh, rose. <laughs> oh my goodness! Twenty to twenty-five. Katie, go. This wow, isn't no. even all of them. Gelato okay. cake. That's not even all cookies. of them. Yeah. Strawberry yeah. tort. Um, we try to keep we a, a really large selection open for dispensaries as well as patients. Um, so there's normally about 20 to 25 different strains available um, across the whole menu. So there may not be 25 essentials available or 25 of the um, standard uh, value menu, but there will be um, 25 across the whole menu. So that's pretty nice. And that's due to us just doing so many different splits with different growers. Like, if you look at all of those different growers, we have... <laughs> you just turn them over. <laughs> yeah. No, there's stability. Jewel. Yeah. There's, the list goes on and on. Um, some of the times we do repeat collabs with grows. Sometimes we only do a couple collabs with them. Um, so you're always able to see something new, which is really cool. So basically they cut part of their harvest out mm-hmm. and, you guys and dedicate it, it to it yes yeah. and then um and then we purchase it um we give them a little branding so you'll be able to see the grow of every strain on the um packaging so it's you'll powered see. by yeah powered so by so stability yeah. powered by jubal powered by zanoa um you'll be able to make that distinction so if you knew or somebody that doesn't really smoke concentrates but you're thinking about getting into it but you know jubal is my absolute favorite grower i absolutely love all of their strains that pixie sticks is my favorite well then you'll probably like the rosin of that same grower is this why Katie? You said that there's multiple growers starting to do their own? Yes. 
Well, yes, that I think it's also just preservation, shelf life, the market. Market. Like, and there's market. a bunch of weed out there. Yeah, a lot of different things, but so yeah. if they could flash freeze it, then it really helps their supply. Yeah, they could do that. And save it for a processor. Yeah, save it. Yeah, makes sense. And then also, I mean, well, testing and oh, metrics gonna have a shelf life. Well, that was really just for edibles, wasn't mm-hmm. it? But so. testing lasts a year. But um, yeah, for shelf life and everything, it helps. Definitely. But Bear Essentials keeps their stuff really fresh, tries to keep it low, not small batch, but always moving exactly. on the market. Exactly. We have some hot mess we're about to try here. Some hot mess. All right, my favorite uh, sushi roll, right? Yeah. Is pretty much everybody in Tulsa's favorite sushi roll? On happy hour at Yokozuna? Is that or, what you mean? Oh, yeah. Or, uh, well, Yokozuna, I thought it was, uh, didn't it start at In the Raw? I mess? was about to say, I was like, in the raw, be yeah. hitting. Yeah, hot mess. Really? Yeah. Have you been so. to um, in the I raw vu? We have. Do you like it? Yeah. The view is the vu. vu. That's the one downtown <laughs> that just opened? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, don't they also own Sushi Fork? And that's where I was. Do they? Where, yeah, that's where we get it. So we live over there. There's so all these businesses owning other businesses, just rebranded. Yeah, it's yeah I, was, much, I didn't know about that. It's pretty much their menu, but it's like a, it's almost like a, it, you, it, it's not Subway because you don't go through and pick it out, but it, they sushi they, fork at way Tulsa yeah. Hills. Jermaine's friend. Yeah. It's su- Jermaine it's and delicious. Susie's friend. It's yeah. the exact same stuff, but it's just uh, they make it right that's, there. Order uh, Yokozuna like fast food. Is that what you're saying? I thought it was. Yokozuna is because um, Greg. Oh, in the raw. Greg used to work downtown, and now he owns Sushi Fort. Seems Greg. Oh, okay. Yeah, since I already said his name. Yeah, I guess I thought that I I so cool. I guess it's Greg. We we had the Don't under, tell anybody. Yeah, we thought it was uh, the same company that it you know in the raw, but it was just like their fast food version. No, hmm. that's not it. That's not it. Okay. Mm-mm. It's delicious though, and they have a hot mess there. It's good. You Yummy. get you get hot mess at Yokozuna. Yeah, they have one at Yokozuna, and it's on the happy hour menu. So a lot of people get it because it's on the happy hour menu. Yeah, it's originally like thirteen, fourteen bucks. You get it half price. So yeah. so when you're there, are you asking for bush latte, or are you going to get a Sapporo? What where do you go? I ask for it. Yes, <laughs> but I I get uh. Support oh well, no, you like Asahi or mm-hmm. um, what was the other one? Not Sing Tao, it's yeah, something else, but something, usually, yeah. I mean, so everybody has Sapporo, yeah, e- either one. You don't know my beer, I can't remember what is it. Maybe this dab will help you think of it. I will, I may give you a little reheat too. Is it gonna make a hot mess? Is that the plan? Hopefully not too hot of a mess. I agree. Oh, see, that was perfect. Yeah, tastes really good. Um, I like what's Dab's the flavor? Co- cooler. Um, really, it tastes more probably a little florally. Maybe not. Well, on the back end, mm-hmm. now it's starting to. At first, it was more like gassy tasting, uh, and now, yeah, on the back end, it is. Do you more feel floral. sweaty? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make me sweat. Right? <laughs> She's going to start getting nervous, pouring down the sweat. It, ma- why? it makes me sweat. W- why? 
I don't know. I don't know. That one every single time. And I start sweating in, like, the weirdest places. Like, the backs of my knees start sweating. And, like, that's a weird place, I feel like, to sweat. Heat me up a little bit. Yeah, yeah that's so a weird well. place to uh, to sweat. Usually right? it's... Yeah. All right, so as you're you're going around, what got you into sales? What got you into... Um, so I actually started bud tending at a dispensary by TU. Um, and then that dispensary, so I started bud tending and then I started managing the dispensary. Um, and then that dispensary sold to a bigger company and that bigger company had a processing license and was looking for a sales rep. And so the owner, the previous owner of the dispensary recommended me for the job. Um, and I've been doing sales since. So I've been doing sales for about two and a half years. And what's the current landscape looking like? Oh, it's awful right now. <laughs> in the <laughs> nicest way. Um, uh, the market's just in a really weird place right now. There's a lot of illegal grows. There's a lot of... So Maddie sells a lot on the border. So yeah. she's seeing a lot that's, that's outside of Tulsa. That's I deal with. Yeah, so I definitely deal with more um, like Kansas border, Arkansas, as well as Texas. Um, I do stay in the Tulsa area, but um, mainly my region um, and my knowledge in the cannabis industry is that border states. Well, wasn't there a big, a uh, couple weeks ago, down on the Texas, close we, to the Texas border, wasn't there a big... Well, so there's like constant big ones just last week. So like I think it was February 23rd or February 22nd. There were nine uh, grows across the state of Oklahoma, mainly in Oklahoma City, but reached all the way out to Muskogee um, that were all illegal grows that were shut down. And I think they talked about um, like 600,000 plants were seized, like some crazy numbers. Uh, The names seem to be all out of state people oh yeah i was looking at the names yeah um because that's all public information um but yeah they definitely don't (laughs) so illegal grows in that they didn't have their license so uh, some of them they didn't have their license um some of them were holding people like hostage as workers like one of the grows that were busted was literally found out because a worker that was held hostage escaped and he was naked running through the road so like what the f- this is in Oklahoma. This is in uh, Oklahoma. Um it is absolutely insane. So some of it is just like workers you know, people that are bringing having, them overseas. Yeah, yeah, there's like living conditions that aren't correct for workers, people being held against their will just they, to make your twenty five, fifty dollar ounce. It's well they insane. get paid to for their like room and board. They give them yeah. a house to stay in, then they They're pay, not actually the, paying yeah, home, they they're just pay. Yeah. They're like, Keeping oh, here, um, I'll make sure you have a roof over your head. And then, like, like this person didn't have any clothes and was ran for their life. Um, some people, like I said, don't have their license. Some people have an OMA license, but they didn't check in with the Oklahoma Bureau of Narcotics, which is very illegal. Um, and so, and then some of them just just aren't following the rules. And so it's little things. Like, some of them aren't completely illegal. Some of them tried to be, like, half legal but some people also just aren't treating their workers and holding people in un like unhealthy living conditions so it's like a wild time um in my opinion for the state uh, yeah. of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i'd say that was wild yeah uh it's pretty intense yeah it's 
the amount of illegal grows that they're finding every single day is just insane. And then the amount of people that are at these illegal grows are even insane too. Like these are not small grows. These are not, oh, you got 10,000 square feet. No, 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 no. These are like 100,000 square feet. Like these are huge operations. Um, just on. Just and where are they finding them? Because in yeah, the middle of nowhere. There it's you go. Insane. That's what I think we had said. Was it about four or five months ago? We said we'd be surprised at how much was being bought up by you know yeah. another part of the world that was coming in to to buy a lot of land. Is that the stuff that's being found out now? Um, a majority of it. A majority of it is just these like. Random small towns are just having these crazy large grows, and then now they're finally... And another thing, too, is OMA, for two years, if not, it was definitely a year and a half, I believe it was two years, wasn't communicating with the Oklahoma Bureau of Narcotics. So That's when we got in Yeah, back then. So whenever you get a license, you get your license from... And this is even crazier, too. So in the very beginning, you didn't have to have city approval to put up a dispensary grower processing, meaning anybody that applied for a license and that got approved could put up a grow processing or dispensary anywhere they pleased. And we didn't even have testing back then. And you didn't have testing. And you didn't have testing. We didn't have testing for like a year, uh, over a year and a half, because I was a sales rep a year in, and I remember not having to show people testing. Transport license. Oh, that's just new. That's super new. Nope. That is super new. Um, I loved it back then. It was so great, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, so you didn't have to have city approval. So some of these grows got in whenever they didn't have to have city approval. Now you do have to have city approval. So now if I wanted to go open a dispensary, I'd have to reach out to the city of Tulsa. They would come, bring the fire marshal and all the goodies and say, yeah, Yeah, they got to make their money too. Exactly, exactly. They pull up their maps. Well, and some of these really small towns are Mm -hmm. like charging a lot to do that Uh because they don't want Uh marijuana businesses in their town or... They'll take the money if mm-hmm. no, they pay for them. it. They want them if they'll pay well, for it. Yeah, yeah if you'll people. pay enough. So, um, And that's just an insane part. Well, so there's city approval. Well, then you once you get city approval, then you're supposed to tell the Oklahoma Bureau of Narcotics, hey, I'm going to be selling, growing, or processing cannabis at this location. Um, and... If OMA isn't talking, if the Oklahoma Medical Marijuana Authority isn't talking to the Oklahoma Bureau of Narcotics, then there's not really a way for the Oklahoma Bureau of Narcotics or OMA to know that you don't have either or license. We overlooked it at first at the dispensary yeah. here. No. Right. Yes, we, we overlooked it, and then we are like, oh, they told us we have to have this. And probably definitely before not. opening. Yes, it was before we opened. Um, I remember. It's just such a little thing. Um, but for so long, they weren't communicating with one another. And just recently, they have started communicating with one another. And that's what's causing a lot of these grows to be found out is because they're like, hey, what do you mean you got Joe Blow here? Joe Blow's had his license for two years and says he's been growing this much weed. And they're like, Joe Blow didn't check in with us. And so then they're going and making those checks. But another thing, too, OMA just came out like a month or two ago and said that out of all of the processing, growers, and dispensaries in the three years we have been legal, they have only checked out 25% of them. 
Oma yeah. said that. So they came out and said, hey, yeah, we really, we really be dropping the ball. Um, we've checked out about 25%. And also, and I don't know how true this is, but dispensaries have Did been telling really me. think they were going to check yeah, them all? No. I mean, come on. But they've claimed, they've claimed by the end of 2022, in that same breath that they talked about, they've only checked out 20, uh, 25%. They've claimed by the end of 2022, Not they will have looked. I know. They'll have Teslas. <laughs> with the funding they're getting they like hell they better really? um but they say that they'll check out everyone by the end of 2022 how true that is that's uh, it'll get pushed back due to corona oh not ne- well they i feel ne- like that is a pushback <laughs> i feel like they've said a sooner date yeah that's like which they and also yeah. said they were only going to be shut down because they switched systems, yeah. uh, like um, just operating systems. They said they were going to be shut down, I think, for seven, maybe 10 days, and it ended up taking over 14. Wow. And they said they were going to be shut down for like a couple, and it ended up being significantly more. That's when the um, call center was shut down? Yes. Yes. That wasn't too long ago. Um, yeah. No, it was yes. just recently. And also another thing, too, patients um, should have all gotten an email that they should reset their uh, password because they need to log into the new system. And if you didn't log into the new system, which they just sent an email, like there was nothing mm-hmm. else said about it. I don't check email until the very last moment I have to. Yeah, and you're like mass deleting everything. Yeah. Like I have to every day. I... I got like six emails. I can't check all of them. Like I have a work email, a personal email, like an extra personal email, like a spam. You don't have them all on one. Well, then they get they scare me. So I I I just I go I go with just mine are all in one, and they still scare me. So I just don't check any of them. I just I check the important one, the work one. Pull up your phone. How many emails you have? Oh, you do not want to know how many I have. Uh, Oh yeah, yes I do. This one's better. It's only nine thousand seven hundred. Oh my god! (laughs) What? And look at all your missed calls. What the heck? He does that on Sunday. He calls people back on Sundays. Oh my gosh! He's popular. Katie. No, he's, the, he's the host of Kush Life Podcast. I'm at like almost 1,400. Nice. Wow. 9,000. Mine has nine. Hey, what can I say? I don't like <laughs> checking email. <laughs> it does not bother you guys to have like that on your phone? No. I no. Just, I just don't oh, look at that screen. Shout out to my friend Riley. He helped me at least get all my different you know, apps into, into different folders. Those little oh, yeah. boxes? They weren't in folders? Oh, no. I had them through the whole oh, yeah. thing. I had. Like, oh, you're a several. wild I, human. I can't do folders. <laughs> you can't do folders? No. It helps if you do. I have nothing help. but folders. Yeah. I look at Katie's phone, and she's like, oh, yeah, you do it on this. I'm like, what? Like, where is it? Blah, blah. It's They're in, in a folder. folders, and they have names on them, too. Like, I know what they are, but. You By sight, because like, you can't read like it. food. Social media or yeah. food networking. Mm-hmm. I used to do it like where I just Games. remember it was page number three, which meant That's, I was at three over and it I'm was still somewhere there. in the middle. Still That's the way it. I always was. Yeah. That's how but I no prefer way. it. F these folders. Well, and by F, okay. I mean folder. I don't even feel like I have that many apps and it makes me so mad when I go in the phone place and they're always like, you have so many apps. And I'm like... I tell know. them to break their phone out. You don't need they to comment about, on how many apps I got. They just say it all the time about everything. They're like, you have so many contacts, so many photos, so many apps. I'm Did like, you ask to talk to their I'm manager? I'm not a teenager. I'm sure people have way more. How many photos do you have on your phone? How do you tell? 
It's like in the <laughs> box to work, it. probably. It says how many photos you have. Where? Or the part that says so, this many photos. I don't know. I don't know either. Mine says it, I think. Oh, almost 6,000 photos. 21,000. See, Where'd okay. Where did you find that? My, I had to scroll up. Uh, 29,000. He has 29,000 too. That's what I'm talking about. But how many These people should not act like that. 26,000 videos. Holy cow. I have 448 That's where I run into problems. So I've actually... I only have 2,800. I've I've maxed out my uh, iCloud. They will not give me any more space. Really? I'm I'm buying time on my phone. I'm on the family plan. I can't... uh, Well, uh, me too. But (laughs) I've I've completed the two terabytes of upload. They, they tell the rest of his family they can't use it. Yeah, your daughters yeah, yeah. probably hate you. Yeah, 231,311. So whatever's what? left of uh, 231,311. Photos? Photos. Holy crap. Listen to how many he has. What do you got? 231,311. Oh, wait, no, 200,000. You go, you're de- you are not. I thought you were saying 200, and I was like, oh, yeah, you delete a lot. I'm man. just kidding. That's probably not even possible. Yeah, that's a lot. Well then, what is it? Twenty three eleven. You guys all have twenty something thousand. I got way too many, but they're like I feel like a good ten thousand of these photos are weed photos, and I would right. I'd beg to differ that like more than half of these photos are weed photos. Yeah, I mean most yeah. of all the work. stuff. I, yeah, it's work. Like I would say, anybody that's got some reason to use their phone for business is is going to have a lot of. And see, I have two phones, so I don't even know. I didn't even look at the other. She got a burner phone, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, one for the bitches, one for the hoes. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> You're a hot mess, bro. <laughs> I didn't take the hot mess. I didn't. It's already a hot mess. <laughs> I didn't need it. I didn't need it. Okay. So how do you feel? I feel good. How do you feel? I always feel good. <laughs> Marshall's eyes. Your eyes are red. Red? Yeah, what if I've been hitting pixie sticks? Pixie sticks. Sticks of pixie. You guys I wonder if last time, when pixie sticks, I wonder if that's what made me really high that one time, and I had all those red eyes. Yeah, we did burn some out there uh, with Jubal. That's what they rolled up, or we rolled up. Okay. You guys aren't on your normal snack talk. No. No snacking. We can't start snack talk. I, I'll... I like snackies. <laughs> dark chocolate and pomegranate. And that's what oh, I've been on. Oh, that is hit. Anything dark chocolate is yeah. always hidden. Yeah. Just, I'm the opposite. No, my munchie, yeah. that's yeah. what I've been on for munchie. Yeah. Dark like chocolate, fruit. pomegranate. Those little, those Me little. too. It just, I feel like after you take a dab or a bong rip, like fruit just is on such another level. Mm-hmm. It's so cotton mouth and it's juicy. Exactly, yeah. that's what it is. Is it's like I don't need to sit there and chug a water. I'm just gonna bite into an orange or like strawberries are my favorite too. Mm-hmm. So I'll just go to town on some strawberries. Now I'm getting hungry. Yeah, I know. I told you <laughs> Sorry. I should, should not have mentioned. <laughs> what that. made me think of is like, oh, goddamn, I'm ready for the summer, so I can have watermelon. Watermelon's really good too. Mm. Do you yeah. swallow the seeds or spit them out? I'm still trying to grow a watermelon. Swallow the seeds. I don't know that I'll ever say that I swallow. <laughs> I'm going to always be a spitter. Okay, that then sounds you're better. You're a quitter. <laughs> yes. Quitter. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good spitting contest? <laughs> I don't know. I like watermelon. No one after COVID. No, yeah. <laughs> we, we stopped that. So, yes. We have some uh, bare essentials up there still, right? Not any, not right now, but 
I think we will soon. Yep. I think soon. Well, that was, that's soon. what I was going to say. May where even they have find? that pixie stick because I think we still have some pixie sticks. Yeah. All right, cool. Where do people find uh, Bear Essentials on uh, social? Um, so it's going to be Bear Essentials OKC, and then you can follow us on our backup, Bear Essentials OKC 1. Um, you got, is that where you, I'm taking it they're out of Oklahoma City? Then? Yeah, so we are out of Oklahoma City. Um, that's where a majority of our stores are. We do have some stores in Tulsa, though. Um, you can always check out our Instagram, though. We post every time there's a drop. Um, so that's how you can really keep up to date on where is the like freshest drop. So it will be at Kush, what you're saying, Katie? Yeah, Maddie's getting me a menu. I'm going I'm to get her a menu. All right. Everybody's Maddie has her own Instagram page yes. as well. So my Instagram's oh, Mad Dabs. Yeah. Two Z's. Three Z's. Three, Three Z's. I know. It's, wow. Um, if Instagram would stop <laughs> disliking me, it would be two Z's, but we're at three Z's. <laughs> so it's actually, it's a whole concept. It's uh, underscore M-A-D dot B-A-Z-Z-Z. So it's it's a whole thing. So you got to have an underscore, you got to have a period. But once you start typing it, it, it pops up. It pops nice. up. All right. So instead of, dabs the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> What's your uh, what's your way of going about it? So I am good morning. If somebody hasn't told you good morning yet, good morning. This morning we are going to be taking a fat hash dab. So join me. So yep. every morning, join me. Yes, yeah. I saw it this morning. It was awesome. You got to take a really fat dab. It, it remind me of. Uh, so the first time I got high, the guy mm-hmm. that ran through my head was Anchorman. <laughs> so what do you think that reminded me of? <laughs> I'm going to take that as the best compliment. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Anchorman, one, two, three, four, five, and six, all amazing. <laughs> six? There's, there's like one, two, and three. There might as well be six of What's them. What's Anchorman? Oh, my God. That's Ron best, Burgundy. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Best movie of all time. You're about to find out. <laughs> we saw Ron Burgundy the other day. Remember, I, we saw something like a, it said Ron Burgundy or something. I was like, oh, that's Anchorman. I don't remember that. Was that you Me that was you. with me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> uh, Katie, where do people find you on social? You can find us at Cush Dispo Tulsa and Cush Dispo Tulsa underscore. And then you can find us right here at 1711 East Skelly Drive from 10 to 10, seven days a week. And after you do your live, we're going to do the good morning together. Make sure to save it and put it back on reels or whatever so that mm. then people are going to go watch it. Yeah. You guys are yes. going to do a good morning thing? Good mornings, yes. Yes. Good morning, Dab. I forgot about together. that. Thank you. Yeah, no, I got high. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for what you do for us patients. Thank you. It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life.